This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. For the best in punk, junk, and glunk. is a shared responsibility. All three of us mucked it up at Creona. This argument has been going on all week. Those of you who listened in live on, on Friday or on catch-up over at the theparanoidschool.com couldn't fail to have noticed that straight after, sorry on the Sinatra's early heartache, I started talking about CJ Wildheart's new album, Split, as if I'd just played a track off it. Well, I was supposed to. What normally happens? is I have a set of uh, index cards with the bands I'm playing on that uh, on that particular show to hand, you know, when I last aired them, new album details and whatnot. However, there are two cards for CJ, or there were, as uh, card number two was misplaced. So straight after Scott, I looked at the card and you, and you heard more. It made no sense. Those who listen to the non-Sunday repeat are probably thinking, what the hell... Is he talking about? Because by then the error had been spotted and corrected. That's why there are two versions of Green Day's Basket Case at the end of Friday's show and not on Sundays. I was only going to play the four-track, different lyric version, but suddenly I had time to spare. Though obviously, if I played CJ, I wouldn't have had. Now, this is what I should have said and you should have heard. <clears throat> Keeping with the interconnectedness, CJ Wildheart's new solo album will be hitting the digital shops on the 3rd of November, with the CD and vinyl versions hitting the real shops in December and January, forward stroke February, respectively. Titles include All the Dough, Bad Decision, Mr Angry and The Grass is Greener. Coupled with the album title Split, and I might be way off the mark here, but my first impression... It's that the dissolution of the Wild Hearts that recorded 21st century love songs in 2021 might be the basis of CJ's subject matter. Having said that, Butterfingers, the first track lifted from said album, certainly isn't. <laughs>
it is currently available to pre-order over at cjdevilspit.com where you will find a whole manner of goodies, signed CDs, limited edition vinyl, bundles and everyone who pre-orders will be entered into a draw to win CJ's Hagstrom guitar. Ooh, ooh, and indeed, ooh. But you knew that already. I got a message from the squirrel last Saturday asking if I was getting the new helicopter single. And if I was, could I get her one as well? You know, save on the postage. New copter single, I proclaimed. A quick visit to the interwebs and I discovered that there is indeed a new single, although not strictly helicopters per se, as it's Thrumstrom and the helicopters, and is sung in the native Swedish. Sadly, all that 1,000 copies, by the time I had logged on to various Swedish record shops, they'd all sold out. Fortunately, or not, depending on the extent of your audio fileness, the two tracks in question that I know, and you know, that I'm going to pronounce wrong, are up on the various streaming platforms. The English translation of the A-side is a waltz medley, with this one, the oars, on the B-side. big fan of Motorhead. Whilst browsing my local WH Smiths, I happened to cross the record collector special on said band and duly purchased it. Every single official album, single and EP are discussed and analysed with a full-on UK Motorhead discography. As far as I can tell, their debut album with the black silver sleeve with uh, an inner of which there's only 600 is the most expensive 
uh, grand. No, I haven't got it. On the 3rd of November, the band's sixth album, that'll be Another Perfect Day, will be re-released to celebrate its 40th anniversary. At the time, it was unfairly slated by the fans and the press alike. Mainly, I think, because uh, Brian Robertson wasn't far steady and uh, that he wouldn't play the hits live. There is a previously unreleased live concert recorded in Hull, at the City Hall in June 1983 as part of the reissue that lends credence to that. To be fair, I have said that when a band releases a new album, it should be played in full on the tour to support it, with the subsequent tour a selection of the back catalogue. Unfortunately, Robbo didn't hang around long enough for that subsequent tour. One of my favourite tracks on Another Perfect Day is Shine, that originally was called Climber, a demo of which is included in the anniversary set. Visited for Yonks is Black Lodge Relics, run by Nick Kappa, who uh, sadly lost pretty much everything he owned when New Zealand had those floods. And what wasn't washed away or waterlogged got looted. Uh, two of his recent posts caught my ear. The first was a compilation of loyalties rarities. To be honest, I think I had everything apart from this, the demo to Green Eyes. I'll never know why Till the day I die 
It was Method to My Madness, that, as the title suggests, features Lords of the New Church. 14 tracks of early versions and demos. I did, however, skip over the demo to Like a Virgin, but uh, was interested to hear the three demos recorded with Michael Monroe in the shape and form of It's a Lie, She's No Angel, that appeared on Michael's debut solo album Nights Are So Long, and The Raspberries, I Want to Be With You, that didn't. <laughs>
urge to play some Steve Vincent as would and as we seemingly have entered Cover's Corner. Here's his version of the Ramones, or Stiff Baiters, depending on who you talk to, Poison Heart, that takes the best from both. It's almost like Stiff fronting the Ramones. But don't take my word for it. out there and grab it Cause everybody wants some more Shooting from the stars above And although my heart will break There's more that I can take Yeah, I can never get enough If you need it You should show it Cause you might blow so honestly that you're blowing it Cause everybody 
Vincent and Poison Heart you heard because I played a photograph taken from the Cleopatra album a punk tribute to Weezer by the Vibrators who sadly split out just after the pandemic finished with their final gig being cancelled due to health issues however one-time vibrating guitarist Nigel Bennett has formed the Vibrators V2 now when this was first announced there was an out pouring of mixed emotions mainly of the pissed off variety because word on the street was that the band featuring Nigel Pete and Eddie ceased to be because of Nigel's reluctance to play gigs to be fair to Nigel he got married and moved to the states with his new wife and what do you do when you're a stranger in a strange land form a band and play the music you are most associated with right I'm Armitage and you're listening to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show on Rock Radio UK who are just in the throes of launching the very first Rock Radio UK digital magazine. Issue 1 is due to hit the digital news agents sometime next week. You never know, you might see my ugly mug in it. Obviously, as DJ of the month, centrefold style. A band who are in it are the Gypsy Pistoleros, whose new album, Jew-ND, a go-go loco, I know I pronounced that wrong, I'm sure will be featured. From the aforementioned album, this is Like Tears in the Rain.
one of the most prominent, if not figurehead, of the new wave of British heavy metal was, and still is, drummer Thunderstick. With an early tenure in Iron Maiden and playing with Bruce Dickinson in Samson, his face covered by a mask that I've got. Album covers banned or censored because of Cambridge rapist connotations, Thunderstick has always courted controversy. But like Kendo Nakazaki, his true features have remained hidden. What? Barton informs me that Kendo Nakasaki in December 1977 took part in a voluntary unmasking ceremony that was televised. Anyway, I worry about you sometimes, Barton. As I was going to say, Thunderstick, today, as in the 20th of October, future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners has just released his brand new solo album, Lockdown that, as the title suggests, was recorded during the pandemic. Actually, only the drums were recorded during this period, but it's taken just a little bit more time to get things just right. And boy, this is a really good rock album. If there is any justice, Planet Rock would be all over this like a rash. Whilst casually listening to the album this afternoon, the song that had me going, all right, this is the track I'm going to play, was Who the Devil Are You? That had me thinking of... Damned connotations. Not just only me, is it? Anyway, 
Talking of the Damned, taking us out of this week's show is the epic 17 minute and 13 seconds of Curtain Call. Until next week, take it easy.
obliterates the day and all the fun begins shadow boxing with yourself just seems to get you nowhere you don't want to cheat when playing solitaire curtain calling like scrotum Well, this is extremely embarrassing, Barton. Are you sure we haven't missed anything out? Fenny? So it's two no's and me with a three minutes to play with. Cheers, guys. Right. Delving quickly into the folder marked music on my hard drive, I am scrolling down and I am going to pick Radio Birdman. And the 1995 remix of 455SD. Until next week, when I get a better producer and engineer, take it easy, again.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Wopsies Lodge production. Mm-hmm.